0: This is the last Winky Wednesday before Super Bowl 58. We're going to get the Wingster Damas predictions. What are the must-see matchups? The deciding factors for Super Bowl 58. And is the NFL script? Are the, are the writers favoring the Kansas City Chiefs in this one? All that and more coming up on today's Locked On 49ers.
1: You are Locked
0: On 49ers. Your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast. Part of the
2: Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Welcome to Locked On 49ers. Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker with you as always at BD Peacock at Crocky209 on Twitter. Thanks everybody for making us your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Appreciate all the everydayers out there. Make sure you are subscribed on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcast, bringing on a special weekly guest as we do on Wednesdays in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked On 49ers is brought to you by. Prize picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. And now let's bring on today's guest
2: Nicholas Winkler. Come on down. Can't believe it.
0: Wink, what's happening uh so the 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 can't believe it the can't believe it clip comes from you doing tv action news aid sports with nick winkler and in that clip can't believe it it's almost here you're talking about the super yeah. bowl in that clip and we are there now can't believe it super bowl 58 is almost here 49ers chiefs what's your I was gonna ask you <laughs> what's your what's your pumped up level we were talking about hardness levels before about the uh, the turf in in, um, in at UNLV. Uh, what is your excitement level though that's the level we're talking about today for Super Bowl 58 wink you're you're muted <laughs> Oh we lost a week.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's Hi, going on. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I'm on my phone today. I'll just take these earbuds out. It might sound weird. I've been without power since Sunday morning. I I'm just going crazy over here. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun podcast today, gentlemen. So hey, that clip you were talking about, a lot of fun. Uh, I talked about how Super Bowl is like, you know, my favorite day. You know, even even more so than my birthday and Christmas morning. Like, it's just the best, right? So here we go, right? Super Bowl week, it's coming. Hopefully my power's back up by then because I would I don't know what I would do yeah. if I didn't have my power come Sunday. They told me they told me it should be up by Wednesday night. So if not, I'm not gonna get to do what I want to do, which is hang out in my own house and just walk around, pace the house, just be by myself. I don't like at a Super Bowl party, it's fun, right? You get to entertain, you get to have fun with people, socialize, watch the game, watch the commercials, talk about them, laugh. This not when the Niners are playing. That's business. That's gonna be yeah. me focused on the game they need me focused on the game they need me in it they need me really paying attention so i'm gonna do it by myself with my kids and my family and and that's it that's my super bowl sunday what do you guys got planned
0: yeah i don't know if i can do a super bowl party for the same reason and i i already don't like super bowl parties because Mm i like if you're gonna shush me during the commercials no i'm out uh the commercials I, i don't care They're forgetting beverages, getting food. I'm focused on the game. I'm shushing you during the game. You're not shushing me during the commercials, right? Uh, Halftime show, don't care about it. If you really love the artists at the halftime show, go see one of their real concerts. Guarantee you it will be better. Uh, (laughs) I I always think back to Prince. Everyone's like, oh, man, Prince, greatest halftime show of all time. Sure, maybe it was, but you know what's better than that? a real Prince concert and those existed. So if you care about Prince, go see Prince. Um, but that was cool. How it just, it, it rained during his, his performance, which was pretty cool. But um, it, it was the same last year. It was like, everyone's like all showing their age. They're like, Oh man, greatest halftime show ever. We had Eminem and Dr. Dre and, uh, and all the stuff. I was like, yeah, where, where were you dude? When, uh, when, when they were coming through town back in the day. Right. Uh, but um I'm not a Super Bowl party guy. I think it's really cool though if your team is playing. So if it was a big party, big screen, crazy 49ers fans, I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. But as far as like getting casual fans in and you know whatever, go have your fun, have a Super Bowl party, uh, do your squares, and uh, you know laugh at the commercials and enjoy the halftime. That's your thing. That's not my thing. I just don't want to be a part of it. I'm focused on the football. I need to be focused on the game. I'm taking literal notes, so I got to cover it. And I'm talking about. it. <laughs> The game is what matters still.
1: I definitely yeah. prefer to be by myself. Let's say like the, the Lions game, right? I watch the Lions game. It's just me, my wife, and our friend Katie. And so they're not bothering me. I'm just watching the game. I get to process it by myself. When you watch games with other people, like I watched the, the 49ers versus Ravens. I was around a bunch of people. Mm. Oh,
2: had to talk about
1: just frustrated, irritated, I'm just trying to watch this game. I got people in my face. They're talking trash, this, that, and the others. Like, dude, your team didn't even make the playoffs. Your team got bounced out first round. Like, <laughs> let, let me focus on my team right now. Then ultimately, the Fortnite came back. Everybody got all quiet. Then the Fortnite lost. They got pictures of me and stuff. You know, like, upset. It's like, okay.
2: <laughs>
1: I, can play. I can watch it with, like, let's say if Wink and Peacock and I got together. I can watch it with you guys. Yeah. I cannot watch it with other, like, just like you said, kind of random, not random people because you you know these people, but just casual fans can't do it. I, I got to yeah. be with a select very few. Uh, the last Super Bowl, 49ers versus Chiefs, it was just me and my buddy Lavelle Hawkins. matter of fact, I might go to Hawks' house this time and and watch the game with him. Uh, I don't
2: think you can. I don't think you can.
1: Well, I was going to say, the other one might have been bad luck. I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah, you got to mix it up. Maybe he comes to your house or something. You got to switch it up somehow. Definitely got to change it up.
1: Yeah, but, you know, like, I can watch it with one other person, and we were chilling, we were watching, and he said, when the 49ers had got stopped on one possession, they were up 10 at this time, he said, 49ers going to lose this game, and he's a big 49er fan as well, he played for, you know, years for the Tennessee Titans and Chargers with the Niners for a little bit, but uh, he was like, he's a big 49er fan, diehard, he was at all the playoff games, and he's like, that game, he was like, man, Mm -hmm. crap. It's just me and him in there. He said, they're going to lose this game. Okay. He's drawing up plays on the board, like, okay, they need to do this. And he's drawing things up, and, and they did some of the things. He's like, I told you, Croc, I told you. But, um, yeah, I can't watch it with too many people.
2: Yeah, it's funny. With the, the Lions game, you know, a couple weeks ago, my brother, as you guys know, diehard Lions fan, right, like forever. And people were asking me, like, oh, are you going to go watch it with your brother? And I was like, and his house full of Lions fans? Like, that sounds horrible. <laughs> that sounds like the worst thing you could possibly Why
1: do. Why are there a house full of Lions fans?
2: Because he has made them all Lions fans, he has tortured them by creating more Lions fans and submitting them to that for the rest of their lives, like signing them up for a tortured existence. Like my poor family down there in SoCal, my my brother, man. It's, it, what's funny too is here we are a week and a half later, him and I still haven't talked about it. Like I know, I'm not going to bring it up. I'm not, if it was a normal thing, my brother and I talk a lot of trash about a lot of things, but I know that hurt. That, that gutted him because he's been a Lions fan since, like, 91. He's been in it forever, and this was the closest they've ever been. And it's my team that took him out. Like, if he wants to talk about it, he'll bring it up. But I'm not going to, you know, it's 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 not <laughs> talked about. It's unspoken. I just, last time I saw him, I just, you know, I talked to him the other day on FaceTime. I just kind of gave him a little smile, like, a little, like, what's
1: up? <laughs> uh, yeah exactly. Like you got the,
2: the you're gonna watch the big game? Uh, <laughs> did you
1: get any squares?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to rub it in. yeah, not, not look, this one. This one hurts. i I can tell
0: uh, it's um Chris Long was on with Rich Eisen recently, and he said, It was something that one of his teammates told him before he was in a Super Bowl because he he said at the end of his career, he was ring chasing when he joined the Patriots. And he was part of the 28 to three when they came back and and beat the the Falcons in the Super Bowl. And uh, he, he said basically that it's it would be it's better to go three and 13 than to lose the Super Bowl. It's like losing the Super Bowl for the players is worse and hurts more than winning it feels great almost. And it's not even worth getting there if you're going to lose. That's how bad it feels to lose the Super Bowl. Like it ruins your life almost. And then if you win the Super Bowl, that changes your life in the other direction and makes your life. You are now Super Bowl champion, Chris Long, right? You're, And so uh, I thought that was pretty interesting to hear the inside of what it's like for a player to go through a game this big.
1: Well, think about it from a fan's perspective, right? You know, we're all watching this game, and you hope the 49ers win. You lose this game, and we've been on the wrong end of it twice over the last 10 years now. It It's like, okay, well, where do you go from here? Yeah. If you're a 3-13 and 13 team, you can only get better. If you're a 9-8 a and eight team, and you lose in the first round to the 49ers, right, and your Green Bay Packers, you're just expecting, okay, let's keep this going, get a little bit better, win some of these other games. Like, we're cooking. Got a young quarterback. Let's go, right? Let Hopefully he continues to grow. If you're the 49ers and you look at this team, and you know, God forbid you, it doesn't go the 49ers' way, and you haven't won a Super Bowl since 1994, it's like, what do you have to look forward to next yeah. year? Because that's the highest of highs. Yeah. Like, that, it doesn't together. get. It's not like, can you say, well, next year will be even better? Like, you can't even really definitively say that. You know? No, I mean, so, what
2: the Niners have done over the last four years is incredible, right? I mean, what the Chiefs have done over the last six years. Is incredible. That kind of stuff doesn't happen that often. So when you get this opportunity to get there and win the game, and then you don't, like what happened four years ago, that was just so deflating. Just like, oh, okay. I mean, I don't know if we could do much better than that, guys. This is is that was that it was that our shot. But you know, here are the Niners back at it again. But you just, you hope that that this time you pull it out because I I kind of agree. Like it's my brother brought it up. He's like, oh, I don't even know what it's like to lose the Super. Bowl. I'm like, you don't want to know. It's horrible. Yeah. it's it's it yeah, multiply, so bad.
0: Multiply the division round feeling or the NFC championship yeah. feeling by 10. That's what it's like.
2: Yeah, and the last two, we, we that's what we've dealt with. I mean, a lot of these 49er fans today don't know what it's like to win a Super Bowl. They weren't old enough in 94 to appreciate what happened back then, right? So all they know is two Super Bowl losses. So I hope they win it just for those fans, just so they can experience what we got to experience when we were younger.
0: All right, more on this game, more on uh, a really interesting concept that I want to bring up to you guys uh, about Kyle Shanahan and sort of legacy stuff since we're talking about winning, losing Super Bowls and what that means big picture and uh, some of the the best matchups in Super Bowl 58. Plus, Wink's been on a streak this year. Wink's predictions for Super Bowl 58 next. Today's episode of Locked On 49ers is brought to you by DoorDash. Did the game go to timeout? It's time to order in with DoorDash. Is it halftime? That's ordering time. Two minute warning, you got it. That's your cue to order in. And especially when you're getting ready for a big game like that, the one that's coming up this weekend, right? You've got to have your football watch party favorites ready to go and on point. Whether it's uh, from a restaurant, you can order retail, groceries. Maybe you're grilling in the backyard. You realize, man, got the burgers on. But I forgot the buns. You need wings. You need drinks. You need soda whatever it is you need DoorDash can get it to your door for those big game watch parties and a special offer for our listeners get 50% off up to $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23 subject to change terms apply don't forget to use code LOCKED23 for 50% off up to $10 value on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more today's episode is also brought to you by prize picks the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports and you know it'll be fun sunday playing dfs with all of your favorite players for those 49ers fans in the game and it's just you against the numbers that prize picks you pick more or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in we're talking about winning a hundred times your money in the big game Uh, this weekend with prize picks so extra winnings now turn 10 bucks into a thousand bucks at prize picks the big game is right around the corner so prize picks is the easiest way to get in and turn all of that money into bigger money and with as little as four correct picks you can turn ten dollars into one thousand dollars and all you got to do is go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. And don't forget, if Patrick Mahomes throws more than one yard in the big game, you win on prize picks. So that's an easy one. I think that, you know, Niners might be big on defense. Patrick might get one. He might get that one yard for you on prize picks on that special. So again, prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL first deposit match up to $100. All right. Let's talk legacy real quick, and then I want to get to one of the questions that we've been asked a lot this week about uh, the script and if uh, things are starting to favor the Chiefs already for the uh, versus the 49ers in the Super Bowl. But is this – I feel like the you know we're talking about the players. We're talking about fans. Uh, some fans aren't old enough to remember winning a Super Bowl. Some fans only know Super Bowl losses. Kyle Shanahan knows Super Bowl losses. He knows it multiple times. I was asked this question on local radio. Shout out Kerry Crowley, KMBR. Uh, I was on last night. In fact, Monday night. We're recording this on uh, on Tuesday. Is, is Kyle Shanahan's legacy cemented further? He can't win the big game if he doesn't win the Super Bowl? Because that's already what he is. He's a regular season coach. Um, and it's funny because everyone... Holds Kyle Shanahan in such high regard. It's like, oh, Brock Purdy can't be great because his coach is Kyle Shanahan. And that's how good Kyle Shanahan is, right? You can't even give credit to his quarterback. But then it's like, oh, but he can't win the Super Bowl, can't win the big game. The 28 to 3 is so huge for him. Uh, I think of Steve Young pulling the monkey off his back, right? I, I feel like Kyle Shanahan really has that monkey on his back. He has to win a ring to validate his. His career, his lifelong career legacy. If he doesn't ever win a Super Bowl, he will be that guy that can't win the big one.
1: Kind of reminds me a little of, and probably a lot, and I think a lot of people have brought this up, but Andy Reid. Yep. And it's like, you can't win a Super Bowl until you win it, right? And Andy Reid had several opportunities. Uh, he's always been in that realm of a, a really good play caller, a really good coach. He's had a lot of really good teams. He's had a lot of loaded uh, rosters and skill position players and whatnot. And that, Super Bowl win can just be elusive at times as, as elusive as Shady McCoy, McCoy was for the Philadelphia Eagles. And, you know, I think when you look at the 49ers right now, when you get to the point where it's good on good, I, I don't think it's as easy as simple as just saying, Oh, this guy can't win the big game because I think it took a lot of big games to get to this point, yeah. right? Like every year if you, you go to four straight or three out of four, or four out of five, you know, conference championship games and and multiple Super Bowls, you won a lot of big games along the way to get you to the biggest game, right? And I think all it is is a play or so going your way. So is it a guy that can't do it or is it a guy that has had some things be a little bit unfortunate for him? You know, is uh, is it his fault that, oh, man, I dialed this up and it's wide open and, oh, man, Chris Jones makes a play and bats down a couple of passes? You know, or, oh man, we have this dialed up and you have Emmanuel Sanders running wide open downfield and the ball was overthrown. I don't think, you know, that because those plays didn't go the 49ers' way, the execution wasn't 100% on point what it needed to be, that this is a guy that cannot win the big game. I think it's just been elusive and it's just a matter of time before he actually uh, comes through. He's going to need some balls to bounce his way.
2: Yeah, I think it's the situation now where, Uh, Again, shout out local radio. I was on with CK in the Central Valley. He asked me, who's under the most pressure in this game? And and it's Kyle Shanahan. It really is. Because when you get labeled, you know, with you can't win the big one, it doesn't go away until you label the, you know, until you win the big one. It's like Peyton Manning for a long time was like, oh, is he ever going to win one? Is he ever going to? John Elway, one of the great quarterbacks of all time, went to a bunch, lost them, right? And then he won two right before he left. And nobody really is like, oh, he, he can't do it because he did it, right? You can't do it until you do it. And for Kyle, there's definitely a monkey on his back. It's there. You know, it started in Atlanta and it followed him to San Francisco. And like you said, you know, he, he's a throwaway, a batted ball, a, a holding call, you know, uh, on the, the lineman against Nick Bosa away from maybe or, winning
1: that Super Bowl. Or, or a holding call away in the Falcons-Patriots uh, yeah. game. Everybody forgets that. Yeah. They were, totally they, they were up eight points. They completed a pass to Muhammad Sanu that put them in a great situation, and they called holding, and they brought it back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people forget, like, just that, that little – that play, that moment, that holding call in that situation has completely changed – the narrative from that game and how people view Kyle Shanahan.
2: Yeah, you're exactly right. And it's pressure, right? I mean, the pressure is on everybody. It's Super Bowl, everybody. But when you're in this situation again and, and you're, it's looming down on you, you just hope that Kyle overcomes it, right? That he doesn't let it eat him up. It doesn't make him make a bad call. He He's still going to stick to his game plan. Do the things that have got the 49ers into this situation year in and year out. You said it, Crockett's what, four out of five, like in the in the championship? Like that's crazy. Teams don't do that unless you have a great leader. Kyle is a great leader. He just needs to take that one more step, maybe get that one lucky bounce to go his way. And the narrative is going to be completely different.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think this has anything to do with his ability to not, you know, not be able to win. Correct. Like that's not what's going on. It's just how much. Just how close it is in the in the game, the biggest game, when two of the, when the two best teams are playing, and Andy Reid for a long time. Again, I mean, he, he couldn't he could not win it, but it was like, could he not win it? Or you know, does he just need this one play to go his way, one play, and that changes everything? Kyle has only needed one play to go his way yeah. several times.
2: times. Yep.
0: The margin of victory is so narrow in any game in the regular season, let alone when the two best teams get together in the Super Bowl. Um, You don't want him to grip too tight, but I think it was a great sign. He was a little loose Monday night. I think (laughs) it was an awesome sign, right? He needs to be loose. And so um, uh, I'm pumped for this one. And, And Kyle needs it for his legacy as much as anybody for sure. But are the NFL script writers going to allow Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers to win this game? Wink's prediction for Super Bowl 58 next. Today's episode of... Lockdown 49ers is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Sometimes we all need the opportunity to get something off our chest, big or small. Certain things can really start to get to you. It's important to let that out, especially to someone who's unbiased in your life. We talked a little bit about today, and it can be sports. And uh, I know a lot of people are going to have to talk through a lot of things, depending on how it goes on Sunday. Just like Wink's brother, a longtime Lions fan. You know Lions fans uh need therapy and and you know it's fun joking about it and therapy can be different for everyone most of us has have bigger problems than our favorite sports team but it's important that to get things off our chest big or small it might seem trivial you don't want that small thing to become a big thing in your life so if you're thinking about starting therapy give better help a try it's entirely online designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule and all you got to do is visit betterhelp.com slash locked on to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on. Fellas, we've been asked this quite a few times uh, this week, and it really came up big when the whole turf fiasco happened at UNLV. All the, the grass is too squishy. The 49ers can't practice in the facility. The chiefs get the facility. The 49ers are stuck practicing at, at UNLV in this new sod turf that was put down and they don't like it. And it's too squishy. And people start asking the question, is the NFL favoring the chiefs throughout all of this? And are we talking about the script again with the 49ers really not having a chance? Cause the NFL wants Patrick Mahomes and wants the Swifties and, and wants the Kansas city chiefs to win the super bowl wink. What are your thoughts on that idea?
2: I mean, you know, they have rules, right? And Every other year it switches and, you know, the AFC gets the the home field advantage in this week. That That's just, or this year, That that's how it, it turned out. You know, you can't make excuses. You can't whine about it. You can't cry about it. You just hope that nothing bad happens, right, when you're practicing on a soft field like that. You hope no injuries pop up or anything like that. You don't want that to become a major storyline. But maybe you look at it like this, like when a, a baseball batter is about to go up, right, he's warming up with a donut, right? Or two bats. And then he gets up there and it's easier to swing. Well, all week you're going to be running around on this soft turf and then you get out there at Allegiant Stadium on Sunday and boom, all of a sudden you're on a fast track and it, it just it seems so much easier. So let's look at it as a positive for the 49ers, right? Because there's nothing you can do about it at this point.
0: I like that, Croc. Do you ever feel that way where you're you're working out on a slow turf and you you get to a fast turf and you're like, oh man, I feel I feel a little bit faster today?
1: I don't know if I've ever felt fast Uh, I always wished I was just a (laughs) a little faster. (laughs) Maybe I should have trained on some softer turf. Uh, Maybe that would have helped me uh, run a little bit better. But I do like what Wink said about kind of the home field advantage thing. It switches every year. It's not like, okay, this year – Kansas City Chiefs, 49ers uh okay let, let's give it to the, let's give it to Kansas City like no it just flip flops the issue is Kansas City just continues to be in the Super Bowl so it, it almost feels like yeah. they always have the advantage like they were essentially the home team when the 49ers played them in 19 that's why the They wear the red jerseys and the 49ers had the white jerseys. But last year, the Philadelphia Eagles had their home field advantage. They had the actual stadium where they were playing at. They had the NFL facilities and all that, while Kansas City had to go and practice somewhere else. And it just flips every year. This time it's the 49ers' uh, chance to go somewhere else. I will say that uh, I really like the facilities over at UNLV. I thought they were really nice. The only issue is they have turf, which – most places in America now, colleges, high schools, have a lot of turf because there's lower maintenance uh, and you get to keep up with it. So that's a little unfortunate that the 49ers wanted to kind of maneuver to make it how they want it. And they tried to do what they could to accommodate the 49ers' needs, and it was they weren't able to do it to the 49ers' liking. So it is a little tough. They did the best they could. But like Peacock said yesterday, they had all these specialists coming out and said, no, mm, it's actually... It's, pretty fine. It might be a little softer than what you're expecting or what you're used to, but this is actually really good and really t- good turf. And when I got a good look at it and a good view it looked fine to me, <laughs> it looked great.
0: Yeah. It's uh and yeah, the, the chiefs practiced at Arizona state last year. I think it was while, uh, while the, the Eagles got the, uh, the Cardinals facilities. And it's just an every other year thing. And people were said to said, I mean, they said the same thing for years about the Patriots and Tom Brady and NFL wants them to win. Um, it's just, you know, this was the year that, uh, the AFC had the, the home field and they got to choose, they got to practice there. They got to choose the uniforms. And as long as they're playing on the same field on Sunday, which they will be, then the field conditions don't matter as, you know, as long as it's not a safety issue and players are getting hurt during practice on the squishy stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just what it is. Um, I know it feels that way sometimes when you're a fan that everybody's trying to, to get the other team to win. But no, that's not what's going on right now. And uh, it's up to the 49ers to to figure it out. And that's why Kyle Shanahan yesterday had to say, nope, field's fine. Not a problem because he, he can't let that hang over his team. They got to get to work and they're going to have a serious practice on Wednesday. They're going to, they, that's the turf they're going to practice on. And they got to get ready for a football game. Can't have any other distractions, any other weirdness going on. You got to focus. It's business.
1: When, when you're always in the Super Bowl, then it's probably going to feel like, because you continue to see this team, that things are going their way. You yes. you have more opportunities for it to look like that. I mean, this is is this Mahomes' fourth Super Bowl appearance?
2: That's crazy. Yep, yeah. He's he's one, lost one. Yeah.
1: It's, it's ridiculous. But he's just always there. So
2: in six years, four out of six. Yeah. He's,
1: he's been in the AFC wild. championship game every year. Yeah. He actually would have been in the Super Bowl another time if D four wasn't offsides. D four lined up offsides and negated a Tom Brady interception that really ended the game mm-hmm. so i mean we'd be talking about five out of six years in the super bowl to start his career that this is kind of wild
0: yeah is this the year wink what is your prediction for the game and do you have any one big matchup that either you're excited to see or you think will decide this game before you make your prediction
2: yeah i, I you know me I, i've been riding this this super bowl train all year long with my picks and uh missed a couple there you know started off good when i missed the the pick against the eagles when i picked the loss and they got a win and you know it started off great it started
1: yeah. off great you well, said it good started you started off great out. 12 and 0 12 and 0
2: was pretty good i was i was cool with that and then to lose that one against the eagles because they won it was was fantastic and then you know i mispicked the rams game at the end of the year i, I didn't know they were going to be have it all wrapped up and not really play for it so, yeah, so essentially great. losing you know 3 out of what Nineteen games—that's pretty good. So let's let's no. keep riding the train, right? Let's let's just go ahead and say they're going to win this thing. That was my original prediction. And, and as it comes to to matchups, I mean, the biggest guy that worries you in that offense for Kansas City is Mahomes, right? And who's his number one guy? It's Travis Kelsey. So you got to find a way to contain Kelsey. You saw what he did in the AFC Championship game, where it was just catch after catch, move the move the, sticks, move the sticks, move the sticks, move the sticks all day long. Touchdown, touchdown. So you find a way to kind of slow that guy up. I think that's going to go a long way to the 49ers winning the football game. But honestly, the biggest guy that worries me after watching the run defense against the Lions two weeks ago is Isaiah Pacheco because that guy runs hard. He is fast and he is just like a train coming out of that backfield. And if the 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 Lions can do that against you, you got to watch out for what Isaiah Pacheco can do because if he sets up that play action with Patrick Mahomes. That's going to be dangerous. So for me, it's it's the linebackers, it's the front four, it's it's the 49ers' defense. It's really going to make the difference in this football game.
1: You look at Pacheco, and and you're you're right to. I don't want you to use the word worry, but know that he potentially can be a big part of this game. Uh, you look at what he's done so far really in the postseason. Uh, 24 carries last game, only 68 yards. So we're talking about less than three yards per carry, but just their willingness to continue to go to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, In the division round game against the Miami Dolphins, he had 24 carries for 89 yards. So this is a guy that they will not shy away from giving the ball to. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, coming out of college, he ran like a 4-3. So he can kind of get going up the sideline. You got to bottle him up. But it does feel like this is a team that will not – Go away from the round like they were more inclined to in years past.
0: Uh, he was part of the same seventh round that uh that Brock Purdy was selected in, he was about Ooh. 10 picks ahead of Purdy, I believe, in that seventh round. So, uh, that was a big, that was a big draft. The, the seventh round of, of 2022 showing up here in Super Bowl 58. Um, yeah, and if they got the ground game going, the Chiefs do, and you're setting up easy third downs for. Mahomes and Kelsey, I mean, that's just a a recipe for disaster for the 49ers. You want Mahomes to press. Mahomes hasn't thrown any turnovers, uh, uh, any interceptions in the playoffs. You want him to press, have third and longs, where he's got a little pressure, trying to make something happen, tries to make too much happen, throws the ball to the other team. That's the recipe, not the oh third and three all day long, and they're just marching down the field on you because you can't stop the run on early downs in Isaiah Pacheco. So I like that one, Wink. But Winkster-Domas has spoken. 49ers victorious over the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 58. I uh, can't wait to talk to you and I uh, hope that prediction comes true, Wink. And, and we'll talk to you next Wednesday about everything we saw on Super Bowl Sunday. Appreciate all the everydayers out there. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcast crossover time. Chris Clark, Ryan Tracy of Locked On Chiefs, tomorrow joining us on Locked On 49ers.
1: Can't believe it.